Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Basis Points Fixed Income Podcast. I'm Kevin Flanagan, Head of Fixed Income Strategy at Wisdom Tree Asset Management. What do you want to talk about this week? Well, I think the only thing we really need to talk about in fixed income land is the Fed meeting that we just uh, concluded. And certainly, no rate action was anticipated. No rate hikes were expected by the markets, by investors. Really, what it is is just trying to see if the Fed is continuing their transformation into a more dovish tilt to monetary policy. And as we're going to find out in a minute, they did not disappoint. So what we were looking at is any changes in their policy statement. In other words, what is their outlook going forward? Has it shifted much since January or more importantly, since December? And the reason why I mentioned December is because that was the last time the Fed gave us their projections on the economy for inflation and what is known as the blue dots, which for those of you who are not familiar, that's really the Fed's own projections for where they see the Fed funds rate over a given period of time. So this is how we are operating in 2019. We're becoming far more nuanced with the Fed. And this is what happens when you have a data-dependent Fed, a data-dependent Treasury market, sort of waiting to see as the numbers come in and then trying to figure out, all right, what is the Fed officially thinking about this? Now, we started to see this more dovish transformation begin in January and some comments and testimonies that have been made since that time in February from a variety of Fed officials. And the March meeting just confirmed this transformation, where the Fed is going and this tilt that they're now taking. Remember, just three months ago, the Fed was talking about a relatively solid economy, which, by the way, is language they're still using, but they're nuancing it, and expecting two rate hikes for 2019. And what we're finding out now is looking at these blue dots, the overall expectation was they would dial that back, maybe from two to one, but they, they went the full, full hundred yards there. They went from two rate hikes down to none. That is the official Fed projection now as we move forward. Forward, and we don't get another one until June. So this is sort of what the markets will be contending with. This is the operating landscape for not just the fixed income markets, equity markets, global financial markets. You know, I mean, the Fed essentially being the number one central bank setting policy out there. This is what's looked at very carefully. So this is what we have to deal with for the next three months. So it kind of begs to question what changed in such a short period of time? I've been doing this a very long time. And to see a transformation like this from the Fed in such a short period of three months, usually something happened, right? You know, whether it was the financial crisis, God forbid, a geopolitical development, maybe a major risk-off scenario occurred and was sustained. Remember, what happened in the fourth quarter wasn't sustained. It was reversed and almost reversed in its entirety. If you look at credit spreads where we are, at least two-thirds to almost three-quarters of some of the spread widening we saw in the investment grade in high yield corporate bond markets has been reversed out. So one of these concerns that the Fed kept mentioning was a tighter financial conditions. We're pretty much back to where we were prior to the sell-off in credit, 
in the equity arenas that began back in October. Another one of their concerns is China. You know, China is still, you know, teetering. We're wondering or trying to figure out where they're going from here. But it looks like some of the stimulus they're putting into place may be beneficial, may be helpful. And they're still concerned about growth in Europe. That's not going to change. That part of the equation in terms of Fed concerns, that's probably going to stay out there. So the numbers that came in during the first quarter that we got was essentially showing this slowdown that was expected. Powell mentioned that in his press conference. So no surprises. It's the Fed's way of marking to market. And if you actually look at their projection for GDP growth, they dialed it down from 2.3 to 2.1%. And core inflation actually stayed at 2%. So it leads me to believe, I, I think the Fed now is exercising just a, a, an abundance, maybe an overabundance of caution in the market. And, and that's due to what happened after their December meeting. It, it, they, they seem to have been spooked by the market's misinterpretation, I think, of the signal the Fed was trying to send at that time. And, and given the reaction, they don't want to make that same mistake again. So they're erring on the side of caution as to where we go from here. So what does it all mean? Um, obviously, we can take the Fed out of the equation for a while now. Uh, we do think this represents the trough in economic activity. Things will get better uh, in the second quarter, second half of the year. We're not going to see GDP at 3%, but hey, could we see two and a quarter? Absolutely. Matter of fact, that would match what the Fed's trying uh, to project as well. And core inflation will probably stay at or around or maybe a little bit above the Fed's 2% threshold. And I think that when you get towards the end of the year, what we may see is kind of a repeat of 2015 and 2016. That what started out as the Fed projecting multiple rate hikes ended up just being one, and it happens at the end of the year. So right now, that is our more likely scenario, that the Fed's on hold, but they do give you one more rate hike this year. And what's interesting, in those blue dots, they maintained their one rate hike for 2020. And perhaps more importantly, and this is in contrast to what some are thinking and stating out there, there is no forecast from the Fed looking at a rate cut anytime in the next year or two. So that is a scenario that maybe we'll see a little bit attention uh, paid to that as we move later into this year. But right now, Fed's dovish. There's no change. Three months uh, until we hear from them again. I think the Treasury market will try to weigh where they need to evaluation themselves at this point in time. The 10-year Treasury probably will start to flirt with that 2.5% mark, which has been representing an area, if you look at technical analysis, that could be difficult to push through unless the data take you there. So back to my original point, Markets just as data dependent as the Fed as we move forward. So from our vantage point, you know we're we're continuing to remain um, modestly overweight for credit, looking at solutions to help build on that front for credit quality. Looking at Treasury floating rate strategies as a new innovative way of playing your short government allocation in your overall portfolio. To me. 
that and a barbell strategy, which we've talked about before on earlier podcasts, are still alive and well in this environment we're in. Nothing really has changed or surprised us at this point in time, other than the fact that the Fed was maybe a little bit more dovish, but our outlook really hasn't shifted in a material way. So if you want to read a little bit more about it, you know, check us out on our blog at wisdomtree, www.wisdomtree.com. Have a great rest of the week, everybody. And before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risk charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at wisdomtree.com. Read it carefully.